and welcome to Part of the Bus, the podcast that talks everything Scottish football and today you're going to join us at the Scottish Cup fourth round. We are going to be at Recreation Park, it's going to be Darvel FC versus Aberdeen FC, a proper David versus Goliath uh, game here and we've been lucky enough to be given accreditation so that we can actually go around and get as much footage as we can so we'll be doing this audio podcast as you hear and you'll be also able to catch us on our YouTube channel with our full match day vlog as well uh, coming up. So, uh, what to do is just buckle up, listen in, and hopefully you enjoy it. Here we are, we've just arrived in sunny Darville, that's right, it's night time obviously, pushing the rain, what a spectacle <laughs> it's going to be here. No fear cut kick-off today boys, eh? Yeah, we've arrived, Recreation Park, under the lights, what's your thoughts on this one? Can't wait. Yeah. Cannot fucking wait. I don't know who's more nervous, like us or them, but... Yeah, well, we'll get used to it. This yeah. will be our first time, so if anyone's uh, watching this, we'll get ourselves on the pitch eventually. You two in the back? First of many. First of many for us. Yes. yes. Absolutely. What are you all thinking excited. in the back? Just excited, mate. Really, really excited. Um, just drove past James McFadden there. Now came in in the media a bit. It's starting to really sink right, in. With five broken toes. Just <laughs> can't we try to, like... Break James McFadden's leg. I mean, his career's done now, but hey, it doesn't Aye. matter. May as well finish it off even more now. <laughs> well, here we are. We are in Recreation Park. We are sitting just behind the newly erected terrace. And um, Cammy has wandered off somewhere. God knows where he's away. To. You do see somebody wandering about with a big yeah, selfie stick and a new camera. That'll be him. But anyway, we have already tucked in to the Kelly Pies, Ewan, review. Very, very nice. Very much better than the last time I came to Recreation Park. Um, and the fact that there were three for the press as well. <laughs> it does feel like imposter syndrome. It feels like I've just blagged my way into a football ground here. Got a free juice and a free pie. I'm standing here with a press pass and I'm going, what am I doing here? But anyway, how are we feeling now we're inside? Um, there's the, the buzz around the ground uh, is so cliche to say, but it is just phenomenal. You know, you're, you're talking an hour before kickoff. It's filling up pretty nicely. Um, the boys have pretty much just said to themselves that it doesn't feel like we're meant to be here, but we are here, and this is real, and this is the start of something special for you. So we had the Wanderers returned. How was your trip? <laughs> Ah, it's been no bad. Tell us about uh, what you've seen. A lot of improvements I've seen around the ground. Pictures have been pitch perfect. Nice wee whistle from the rain to this evening. And basically, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, it's packed in it. Absolutely the ground's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. So, we've got the teams here. Uh, so, we'll start off with the visitors, first of all. So, Aberdeen start off in goals is Joe Lewis. Then you have McCrory, Scales, Stuart, Duke, Miloslavic, Ram... Madani, Ramadani, Clarkson, Colson, Duncan, and then Kennedy. So, first of all, that's a very strong team for Aberdeen. They've absolutely full respect for Darwell. Don't do in there, McCory in there, Lewis De- in there. Defensively, everyone. that's the strongest they could probably put. Yeah, it probably is, yeah. I. But, but even though it's a tier, like a tier six side, they've, they've put their full team out, which is good. What was, it tells you a lot considering that Aberdeen are starting with that team and then they're coming here. They're, they're not looking to just give boys a warm up. No, they no. know that Darvo are going to come in. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then the Darvel lineup is pretty much probably what you would expect if you follow them. Uh, Truesdale in goals, Cameron Eddy, Daryl Medgett, Ian McShane, Alan McKenzie, uh, John Kirkpatrick, Ross McMeekin, Willie Robertson, Chris McGowan, Craig Truesdale, to go along with Chris Truesdale, yes. and Ross Caldwell. There we are. So that's the teams. This is how we'll see how they line up. You'll hear for us again as the game starts. Meekin, Eddy, Megat, McGowan. Robertson, McShane, Truesdale, 
Top scorers, eh, Darvel, now. Top scorers in the competition. We are still 20 minutes, eh, 20 minutes for half-time. Eh, so, start of the game even, I should say. And it's absolutely packed. You cannot move in here at all. Eh? Terrace in mind the goals is absolutely rammed. We're standing just next to the, the wee stand. And to be honest, there's not much no much to move either. I think we're probably standing in folks' roads, to be honest. Like, two big lumps, but... Kieran and Cammy have just went away with the video, so that's a separate bit of content for us as well. So, aye, just teams out warming up. 10 15 minutes to go now. Um, what are we thinking, you and the pitch? Um, the pitch is looking pretty heavy, actually. It's not as bad as what it's, it doesn't look that bad, but you can see whenever the ball's dropping that it's just sitting and somebody's just at a car, like skying a ball over in the warm up. Hopefully, it's our orange Vauxhall Corsa. Hopefully, it's low because that's my way back game. <laughs> but Aye, it's uh, absolutely rammed in here. We said it back to the pitch. I heard the boy when we were sitting earlier. We were saying it was frozen. You can't do it. Was it? Aye. Uh, We've been forking it quite a wee bit. Like, hey, so maybe borrowing some uh, Hoyer floors for Dundee just yeah. to get it up to, up to temp, up to spec. Yes. So, nah, this stadium is going to be, as soon as kickoff happens, this stadium is going to be absolutely bouncing. And hopefully, we can get it all recorded. Aye, hopefully. <laughs> Right and on so situation when they are both playing Kelly and they're totally the same the last season and oh my god there was about eight players going off at the same time but right in the same vicinity as me and my aye that looks amazing cross for day corner for our day next three times they've come down the right hand side just I think that's what they want to do but here we are corner's coming in Stuart up for the header, easily taken away. Clear for Davo, and away they go. 
Again, down that right hand side, he was away. Just another shot, it's three, four times now that ball's come down that hand down there. I just had a wee issue with that, but again, I missed that. Promise in a second, second promise in attack for Aberdeen. Again, just down the right hand side, comes into the box. That's the side net, so it's still now, now. As all the inflatable sheep get launched and they stand onto the goal, that is one mil to Darvall. And off my team, does this mean you just had the conversation about Aberdeen and look any, any better than they did on Wednesday night in Pinkcastle? You, you would not think at all that it was a 60 year gap between the two teams at the moment. Aberdeen's looking a slightly better team in terms of possession, but Darvall's been trampled from the work goal. Just went a wee bit stale, eh? Just aye, the game's kind of descended into that kind of flat. Both sides are settled in a wee bit. Darvill being one nil up, Aberdeen are pushing, but they're not actually creating anything at all. Yeah, they're not even getting a foot on the ball. It's just back and forth, back and forth. Darvill seems to have a sh- any time they've got a shot, it seems, it seems to be a Darvill boy in front of him. Aye, Aberdeen are keeping the ball, pass, 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 but there's nothing to watch. And you always know as soon as as soon as Darvill have the ball or don't have the ball, there's three players chasing down trackers and just shutting down Aberdeen and I'm just not able to handle it. Yeah. Gaffer, far far right. Gaffer's down there's just uh, just as set first half coming in close. Thoughts mate? Thoughts so far? Well Darvel won no game's in here it's the game's just kinda been a bit stale mate in the last few bit eh? just it's a good one because Aberdeen's had a few chances in the first uh, what, 10, 10 minutes. Uh, Darvel came with the traps obviously, but honestly, like Darvel again, just shown again that they've got some class players that can maybe all turn the heat up when they want to. Oh, go on! Uh, plus, Aberdeen look like a team that's uh, not disjointed. They don't seem to, you mean you were having a conversation earlier, but they don't look any better than they did against Hearts on Wednesday? Nah. And nah. there's six tiers between Hearts and yeah, Darvall. Yeah. You can tell straight away that uh, Aberdeen are not used to the physicality as well. Yeah. Because every single time the ball's getting yeah. coming to them and Darvall tackling them, it's a hole, it's a hole, it's not a good thing. Right, lads. 
as we sit and enjoy the hospitality at Darville. So thank you very much to John, Jordan and everybody else. But what are we thinking about half time? I'll start since Cammy's stuffing his face. As um, per usual. <laughs> it's just unbelievable what, what's happening right now. Uh, Ewan has chucked away a wee pub quiz question here and chucked away a stat that the last time a non-league team knocked a senior club out in the Scottish Cup for top, top flight, top flight. Top flight it was was 1936. Think uh, you in the in the 1930s anyway. The last time Aberdeen were knocked out by a non-league side was 1906. So we're, we're not going to quote Ewan on that, but we believe that that, that information has. You and Scott that from somewhere, so yeah, that's Scott, Scottish Cup account. That's so. certainly something to look into, but no, I, the, the game itself, Aberdeen, uh, Darver came out absolutely flying. They they just looked like they were really up for it as much as I think. So it seems it had a little bit of technical issue there with some some of that halftime chat. So Kieran's point does cut off a little bit, and then somebody that was quite an even first half. Darvel did this definitely deserve a lead. You couldn't tell which one was the, the Premiership side, which one was the West of Scotland side, to be honest. Aberdeen probably had a little bit more of the chances early on, right down that right-hand side, as, as you've probably heard already. But any time they got the ball into the box, Davos were, were there, they, they matched them, and they started to go into the game. Obviously, they got the goal. And once they got the goal, that was it. They were certainly matched them, and I think... Aberdeen couldn't handle the physicality, especially in the first half. So, um, in the second half, we moved a little bit further forward, and it was harder to get the recording equipment out. But again, it's something to learn. Certainly, going forward, the second half was a little bit more. Was it more end to end? It was each team were having having goals. There was Truesdale uh, in the goal for Darvel. He made some some better saves in the. I say better saves. He made some saves in the second half. Certainly kept them in the game. Aberdeen will certainly feel a little bit aggrieved. There was a goal they had chopped off for offside. Going back and having a look, it probably looked like it was onside. But again, there's no VR in this game. A little bit strange because of the competition. But especially some games had it, and they, some games don't. So there we are. So Aberdeen are out. But saying that, I mean, Darvel looked like they could have as many like scorers again. So there wasn't. It wasn't as if it was Aberdeen were throwing the kitchen sink at them anyway. So, yeah, um, what I'll do, as I said, there wasn't much recording, but I do have some at the end. I think Cammy will have got more on the vlog. I said this is just a little taster podcast as well, just to let everybody else. So I've got some some clips at the end, and then I'll come back after that, and we can summarise a wee bit more as well. I'm actually not sure how much you can hear me at all. Absolutely chaos in here. Thank <laughs> you. 
in front. Just missed that with Arlo. Big Tuesdale into the corner again. It has to be. Surely. Still. So joined by Mick Kennedy here, how are you doing my man? How can you sum that up? I think it's probably difficult to put any words to be fair. Uh, but honestly, in all honesty, I ultimately believe we could win the game. I've yeah. been driving that message all week. Yeah. I wasn't surprised at the level of performance we put in and how we played, because I know when we get to those levels that, 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 that we can achieve anything. Yeah. So one goal, all it takes, pretty much. 90 minutes to play after that almost. 80 minutes of just hard fought in it. Hard fought. Oh, I thought at times we controlled the game, played some really nice football, but it was always going to be a spell in the game where Aberdeen's fitness took over. Yeah. And then the reality is you need to then dig in and rely on that togetherness. And I thought yep. we'd done that. The boys were a credit to themselves. The players' fitness kind of showed tonight as well. It was really good to get the levels. You know what I mean? These guys are playing full time every day, training every day, and you're obviously part time. You guys are working during the week and they're coming in for a big shift tonight. I, listen, we were very fortunate with some really good level of professionals within the club and you see that tonight, boys are played at a good level and they're continuing to look after themselves and that's why obviously we've got the last 90 minutes. Yep, perfect. So, four up next round, were you expecting another result again? I, I, I think you need to give them the same belief we went into tonight. Listen, we've got games in between, we need to concentrate on our league yep. campaign but ultimately uh, we'll look forward to the tie when it comes round. Yep. How are you feeling about West of Scotland League so far, all good? We started really well, sitting top of the league. Uh, I'm in a really strong position, but listen, that's some focus, that's some bread and yep. butter. Listen, it's a lovely distraction, yep. but fundamentally, we need to make sure we try and win the league. Perfect, no thanks very much, mate. Cheers, mate. We are now back in the car, just about to drop Kieran off. It's been an eventful evening indeed. Double one, Aberdeen nil. They go through to the fifth round of the Scottish Cup. I've got the four guys still with us, dropping off Kieran at his house. Kieran, you want to say a goodbye message to everybody? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam North, I love you, mate. <laughs> no, thank you for making my night. Um, if you do see this video, but no, nah, it was just what a night, man. What a night. Well, one of the best. Uh, shared with my pals as well. Just the the experience, but then the game just was the topper. Um, and I think the four of us have witnessed. The biggest cup upset in history of, of the competition. I would think so. Just tremendous. And well done, Darvel. Just oh, yes. uh, brilliant for Ayrshire football, brilliant for non league football. 
can't wait to see this team in the senior league in years to come. And you can't tell the difference what was a what was a top tier side and what was a tier six side. Eh? Yeah, no, it was now back to the Wolves performance where they scored early and got battered. They were they were in the game the whole the whole game. They, they were making yeah. chances, and any time Aberdeen came forward, they were just they were able to cope with whatever Aberdeen threw at them. Eh? And yeah. Aberdeen, it's not as if Aberdeen were throwing the kitchen sink either. Darvel made and it very the, difficult for the, the two or three yeah. times that Aberdeen actually did get through, the Darvel keeper was yeah. just in phenomenal. Couple of outstanding he saves. Stop yeah. everything. Ham Andy's, Ham Andy's brother, eh? Yeah, they're probably the two best players on the pitch. Again, thank you very much for, for, for listening. That's me now back home. It's just past two in the morning and it is freezing and I am so tired, but I would not have swapped this experience for anything at all so first of all a big thank you to Darwell Football Club for inviting us along thank you to Jordan Rennie who made a match day experience absolutely amazing thank you very much to John Gall again for the time he took we didn't get any, manage to get anything on, on record for him unfortunately again thank you to the general manager as well unfortunately Cammy's interview with him didn't go to plan because Cammy decided rather than actually videoing the, the interview, he took a picture of him. So he asked him about four or five questions, had a good chat with him, and none of it was interviewed. So actually, we might try and get you on just for that as well. Again, if you do want to catch any of our stuff, you can now get it all on YouTube. There is going to be a big blog on our whole day in Darville. So please check that out. It's part of the Bus Football Pod on YouTube. You can get all our back catalogue on Spotify, Amazon, Buzzsprout, Amazon Music, Google, the whole shebang. You'll be able to catch us there. You can get us on all the usual social media streams as well. TikTok, funny enough. I'm going to start doing a bit more of that. Get us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram too. And again, it's just me, Andy, just chatting away here. But thank you to the boys as well. Made a really good night. So again, hopefully we can go back to Darville. Hopefully John will have us back, Jordan will have us back, whatever. We cannot wait. But thank you very much for everyone for taking their time to listen. It's just a little small one now, but again, go and catch that blog. And I suppose it is just a bye for me.